Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Out of Decluttering podcast. I am your host, Amy Ravel, and I've got my friend Bonnie back with me this week because as promised, we're doing an episode on making do which I'm pretty stoked about, Bon. Oh, me too, because I, <laughs> I'm i just the queen of making do. So tell us what, how would you describe making do? I think making do is thinking, oh, I wish I had this because that would be the perfect tool or the perfect instrument and then taking a step back and going, well, I can actually still achieve the same goal, just different journey. Yeah, I love it because it is about then saying, is there more one more than one way to skin a cat? Which is actually now I'm saying it out loud, a terrible saying. <laughs> it's a bit like the bite an elephant one, you know, like how yeah. do you eat an elephant one, one bite, bite at, at a time? time. Like that's a that's a big awful. one that they said at uni. And I, I said it at a workshop a couple of years ago and people actually looked at me like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, I, I agree. We shouldn't be hurting elephants and cats. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's different ways to solve the problem. Mm. And sometimes it means you have to make adjustments or um not considerations, but like you've kind of got to let go of part of it. Mm. Sometimes it works out better. Yes. And I think especially when we get to things like uni taskers, like the melon baller, mm. you actually find that making do with something else, it's like, a, it's like an expansion in your brain. You know, it's creating more neural pathways. It's critical thinking. It's outside the box. I think it's better for us. I totally agree. Like one of the, I wrote down like what are the benefits of making do? I'm like you save money, you reduce waste, you increase your creativity, you save time. Like all of those things are good mm. and often you end up with less clutter. Mm. Yeah, and I think it's actually good to challenge yourself every once in a while because too often mm. we're always looking for the easy path, yeah. the quickest route, the, <laughs> the thing that will get us there faster and you know it's like with all these time saving devices that we have in our houses yeah if you don't know how to use it it actually doesn't save you any time because you right. get so frustrated looking at it thinking I should know how to use this nutri bullet thing but I just don't know and I don't have the time to actually sit down and work it out so I feel like 
just taking that step back and going, well, actually, there's a, another way I can do this and that's mm. okay, it's really good for our brains to have a little bit of a challenge. I totally agree. And I think what you said is key is that there's so many items that are marketed to us that are solo utility. Like what did you call it? You called it uni- a unitasker. Unitasker. I love that. Because mm. <laughs> unitaskers are very, very good at the one thing they do. Yes. It's like the avocado slicer. Slices mm-hmm. an avocado beautifully, does absolutely nothing for anything else. That's right. And you already have a knife. Yes. <laughs> also slices yeah. an avocado, but you've got to use some intention. <laughs> it's so true. I was looking at the Audi catalogue this last week because they're bringing out all the Christmas stuff and they literally have um, so, sort of a slicer for a potato and, you know, it helps make nice fine little slices in the potato and then you chuck it in the oven and it's this roast potato with these cool little slices in it. I thought, oh, that looks amazing. I really want to try one. And then I said to my mum, yeah, but I've got a knife. Yeah. And how amazing if you can learn better knife skills or teach your kids to yes. play as well. Yes. I mean, I think too often we try and rely on tools to do all the work for us rather than up- upgrading our skills. Yeah. And sometimes the effort of using the tool is actually more than if you just did it yourself. Yeah. And you're like, actually, I've created more work with more yep. stuff, with less money to achieve exactly the same purpose. Or yep. It's so hard to do it. You then just don't have potatoes. All of a sudden you kind of forget that you could just slice them in quarters and roast them. Mm, You could mm. peel them and like you kind of limit that um, creativity sometimes. Yeah, it really puts you in a box and you can't step outside that box to think Mm. a bit more critically about the situation. So one of the things we've been making do with um, the last probably, it's been a month, is our microwave diet. Mm. And we went to the shops and had a look and we thought we found one we liked and then we didn't end up liking it. And so we've been about a month without a microwave. And the only one thing that has annoyed me is I wanted to have nachos last night and I couldn't melt the cheese. But, I mean, I could have. I could have put the oven on, but it was like I was in a rush and I was like, oh, I just want like something. That's the only thing we haven't been able to substantially and, and appropriately make do We'd had a microwave. Mm. And that's awesome because all the stuff that comes out about how bad microwaves are and what yeah. they do the nutrients in your food. Um, good on you, brave stuff. I like it. I'm not saying that we'll definitely stay without one. Mm. And admittedly, like we don't cook a lot. So it's like oats and, mm-hmm. you know, defrosting something. So we're not using our microwave a lot, but it we've totally and utterly made do. Yeah, and doesn't it feel good to know that now you've got that little bit of extra space in mm-hmm. the kitchen? And I, I love that we talked about recording this episode weeks ago because I've been really noticing all the make-do things. Ah, So last nice. week we had, I would reckon there was about 10 people for dinner yeah. and people were bringing salads and someone bought a dessert. So for the salads, like, do you have salad servers? And I was like, hmm, no. But what if I get you a fork and a spoon and you can use that? And I was like, oh, we've got tongs. We can use tongs. And so we just made do without salad servers. Yeah. And then someone had made a sponge cake. So we sliced up the sponge cake. She was like, oh, can I grab a, grab a cake server? And I was like, hmm. <laughs> we definitely don't have a cake server because it broke and then I realised we hardly ever used it. But in this mm. instance, I actually needed a cake server. And so I just said, here's some options. I'm like, here's a spatula. Here's an egg flipper. And she used the egg flipper and it was totally fine, Vaughn. Like mm. it was totally fine. I was like, mental note, 
I just made do. <laughs> and it's funny, isn't it? Because when you get married, I don't know if you were like this, but you go out and you buy a special knife to cut the cake. <laughs> I you... did not. <laughs> I was so a minimalist many... before then. Oh, so many people do it. And like, you know, they've always got these pretty bows on them and there's a special knife to cut their wedding cake and there's a special <laughs> cake server and a lot of people keep them and that's like their special, you know, cake yeah. serving set and stuff. And I just never, I don't know if I never did it or I never kept it, but um, it's it's so funny because I feel like we do get really caught up in the ceremony of we mm. want to be able to, you know, do things really pretty and put on that kind of Martha Stewart front of like, oh, I've got a cake server. Yeah. No, I've got the, the, the knife that's reserved just for the cake. Whereas an egg flipper, I can't tell you how many times I've used an egg flipper as a cake server, like. Who yep. cares? Who cares indeed? And not only did I not have that special knife for my wedding, I didn't even order a cake because oh, it was included. And I was like, oh. I'm not going to spend an extra couple hundred bucks on a cake. Are you kidding me? Oh, <laughs> seriously, if I went back, I would make do my wedding so much more totally. differently. Totally. Yeah. What's another area that you see it, it really helpful to make do or that you've made do? Well, at the moment, we've just moved house about a month ago uh, and it's a bit of a fixer-upper and um, it has this, you know, beautiful brown lino in the kitchen. Um, <laughs> hello, and this, 80s. <laughs> oh, hello, 80s. Hello, um, 80s. And, you know, it's got the whole uh, Thermalux Gourmet um, wood-fired stovetop and oven to cook on. Uh, and, and just all of these really lovely, interesting things from 40 years ago. Uh, and a dishwasher was obviously not included when they put their kitchen in. And so it's got no dishwasher. And so, you know, we're a family of six, there's a lot of dishes, but what has been interesting since not having the dishwasher is I actually feel like there's less dishes now Mm. than our previous house where there was a dishwasher. Like, I think we're being more intentional about reusing things and not just putting every plastic bowl straight into the dishwasher because we've had a slice of bread in it Mm. and I think that that's been like eventually when we renovate the kitchen I'll put in a dishwasher but it won't be a full dishwasher I'm gonna do drawers like the two small drawers because I feel like even as a family of six we don't really need to fill that much space and that's been really good, do, you know, making do without the dishwasher because I'm bonding with my husband. We're doing dishes together or we're getting the kids involved and getting them to dry stuff and it kind of creates that family time. So it's a chance for us to not only make do but to slow down a bit and just mm. connect a bit more, which has been really nice. And making do will often not be forever but it makes you really think about the changes that you do want to make or the solution mm. that you want to bring in. So if it had a full dishwasher, you would be using a full dishwasher. But the fact that you've made yeah. two means yeah. you're kind of rethinking how you will solve that problem going forward. Yeah. And I think another thing like in the kitchen that we're in, we've had to switch over a lot of the lights and stuff and put in down lights because, you know, it was all like oyster lights and sconces and all these wild and wacky things. And I haven't obviously redone our kitchen yet, so I didn't want to put all this lighting in that wouldn't be in the right places. Mm -hmm. So I've just literally put one down light in the kitchen because it's an open plan and it flows into the living. 
And even though there's no light above the sink and there's no light above the stove where I'm cooking and there's times where I'm like, oh, my head, you know, my head's blocking the light. I'm okay with that because it's a temporary thing and it's bright enough that I can make do. Like, yeah, it's Mm. not perfect, but I know that it's just for now until I work out exactly what the design of the new kitchen is going to look like. So I think sometimes we just need to, yeah, take a step back and realise that progress, not perfection, Mm. is the aim. There's been some clients that I've worked with who who delay their decluttering because they can't afford to buy containers at the time. Yes. And I'm like, let's get a cereal box, chop that up to store your socks in for the moment. Like we can we can make yeah. do. Don't yeah. let perfection be the enemy of progress, as you said. But like what does make do look like? Maybe it looks like using an old tissue box, cut it up, use this, do that. Like there are so many options that people can do that's a make do option. And then mm. once you've made do, sometimes you make do just that bit longer because you're like, mm. it's actually not so bad. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly true. And that was one of the things I loved about Marie Kondo when her show was out was she was using old shoe boxes to help yeah. organise and categorise stuff in drawers. And I just think that's brilliant. Like you have shows like the Home Edit that are beautiful and they're rainbow-fying and, and they look amazing. But also they are high-end clients. They are people who can afford to spend oodles of money on all of those containers. And Mm. for for most of us, that's not practical and it's not a priority. Like I would so much rather take my family away for a week's holiday than spend, you know, $1,500, $2,000 on beautiful containers. Like it's it's about what you prioritise, I think, Mm. and, and what you're willing to sacrifice. Because yeah, too often yeah. I think we get caught up in trying to have it all and trying to be all. Mm. I think um, one of the areas that I need to stop making do in <laughs> is in my wardrobe. Yeah. Because I make do all the time mm. with few clothes, mm. with clothes that have like been worn to the point where they're a bit threadbare, that the elastic's gone. Like I just... I am not someone who enjoys fashion or shopping or clothes or even knows what looks good. I feel you. I make do all the time. Mm. And it's fine. I don't think I've lost friends over it. I don't, like, (laughs) you know, it's fine. But it's interesting when I was reflecting on it the other day is like how many hundreds if not thousands of dollars I will have saved maybe over the Mm. last five, ten years by making do. Because mm. if I wear a pair of jeans for six months longer than someone else, by the end of my life, I might have saved three pairs of jeans. Mm. Now, I know, like, listeners hear what we're saying is not drive everything into the ground and it's not about <laughs> having, you know, throwing yourself into poverty, but it's also about, like, could I make do? Mm. Could, yes, my favorite moisturizers run out, but before I go and replace it, could I just make do and use the other ones that are sitting here that I've already paid for that are totally fine in date Mm. and then I'll buy the one that I usually use? Mm. Yeah, I like that. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I have the same problem as you with clothes, actually. Um, I had these two pairs of high-waisted leggings Mm. that I probably got when my fourth child, when I was pregnant with him, and he's two and a quarter now. And so they've had a good couple of years, and they're only like cotton-on ones, but dead set, I think I would have worn them like 400 times each. And I wore one pair a few weeks ago to yoga and I realized that there was a bit of a hole in the seam <laughs> in the, near the crotch and I thought oh I should probably stop wearing these <laughs> and then um still wore them uh, but then a few days later I was in a shop trying on some clothes and I caught a glimpse of myself in these in these leggings and I was mm-hmm. like why why am I still why are you still wearing these and so because I was headed to the beach for a swim that day I forced myself to throw them in the bin after I got oh, changed brilliant. into my tops because I knew if I brought them home, I would just wash them and wear them again. That's the key. That's oh my the goodness. key. I say to women often, like when you're trying, when you've got a pair of undies on that is threadbare, mm. don't think, oh, I'll replace them. Throw yeah. them out before your shower. Like literally, just yeah. don't wash them. Put them in the bin, and you're yeah. forced to then get something because yeah. you can't really make do without them. No, that's true. And if you can, I mean. All the power to you. Yeah. I was thinking around making do the other day, Bon, with um, food because Mm. food waste is such a huge issue and I think sometimes what we do is we have all of, we have exactly in our minds what we want and we go and get that thing and we don't kind of think multi-purpose. The other day we were having wraps for lunch as a family and we had some leftover chicken, there was some avocado and spinach and tomato and we're just making wraps. And then... One child, who shall remain nameless, used up <laughs> all of the avocado. Oh. And then I was like, oh, I've got nothing. Like I, I need something that's like moist. Mo- yeah, I was trying yeah. to avoid saying that word. You're disgusting. I know. I know. Sorry. <laughs> Not at all. I needed something. <laughs> and so then I was like looking in the fridge and I was like, I don't eat mayonnaise and da 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 And then I saw some roast pumpkin from the night before and I was like, great, I'll mush up the roast. It was so good. And I reckon it probably would have gone to waste because it was like literally a pretty small piece. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I may do. I didn't think oh, I've got to run down to the shops and get avo. Mm. And making do can be, oh, I don't have 
the thing that I actually need and want, but can I get creative with food? Yes, yes. And I, I feel that we get to the point where there's maybe a third of the stuff or a quarter of the stuff gone out of our pantry or our fridge and we're like, oh, my gosh, the pantry is bare. We need to go shopping. But realistically, if you just challenge yourself and go, well, actually, can I create a meal mm. out of what I've got here? Like you think about that rhyme about old Mother Hubbard went to the cupboard and the to fetch the doggy a bone and the cupboard was bare. Like when do we actually ever get to the point where the cupboard is totally bare? Like even when we're moving, yeah. there is still oodles of stuff. Like our our conception around scarcity is just so crazy. True. It's just crazy. I'm writing down old Mother Hubbard on my notes because <laughs> um, I try and do an eat yourself out of house and home each June. Okay. I invite like my community to do it with me. Mm-hmm. And I, I love the idea of um, maybe rewriting our old Mother Hubbard poem. <laughs> yes I love it we the other day the other day was even last night we were having um Mexican for dinner and we'd wanted to have corn chips but all of us had forgotten to get corn chips and so the kids were like oh we can't have we can't have it and we're like well just let's let's make wraps or let's there's bread do you want to make a sandwich with Mexican Mm. and yes it's not exactly as it was planned but I tell you what we all got fed we didn't waste food we didn't waste time going picking something up like maybe in your fridge you don't need every type of mayonnaise maybe just one or six types of flowers six types of flowers yes f-l-o-u-r-s not the pretty things in the garden Oh, you can have lots of those. Yeah, we, we give you full permission. <laughs> as long as they're not getting mouldy and gross, then they need yeah. to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why do you think that we, we're we so resistant to making do? Do you think it's because we saw our parents and our grandparents make do and we have disposable income and we have everything at our fingertips? I don't know the exact psychological stuff behind it, but I do feel like marketing and advertising's probably got a really big role to play mm. in this, um, especially when you look back to the trends kind of since the 1950s where they decided that, um, no, it wasn't enough that everybody had a toaster that was going to work for their lifetime. We want to make them want another toaster that's a different colour or a different shape or has a different function and a different feature. And... I mean, that's everywhere now, isn't it? Like from clothes in the stores, the the colour waves, oh, my goodness, they last like three weeks, if that. Mm. You know, it's it's a new new visual display every week or two. Um, and the same thing happens with all of our appliances. They're a limited time and then they change them. They upgrade them. They change a the colour. They make, you know, something new or different about it because they mm. want you to keep buying. They want you to keep having more and to not be satisfied with the old one because there's a a fancy new shiny one and so I think when it comes to the art of making do we've kind of been conditioned to need and want that perfect thing that does the job exactly the way we want it or we've been told it should be done Mm. and so we don't look at the alternatives and I think like for us, we've moved to this property. It's, you know, over three quarters of an acre. It's an old permaculture place. There's a lot of infrastructure here that's been here for a long time. Some of it's a bit neglected. We're trying to kind of fix it up. There's a real theme here of thinking outside the box. What can I reuse something for? And I have seen 
especially like because I'm a bit of a gardener and I've seen um, a lot online people getting old doors, old windows, banging them all together and making kind of like a glass greenhouse Mm. um, for those southern states that are nice and chilly and and need a bit more warmth and stuff like that. And I, I think there's something to be said for us learning to make do rather than always needing new. Yep. And I think sometimes there's a fear, almost like, am I a real adult if I don't have a food processor? Am I a real adult if I don't have a blender? Am I a real adult if I don't have a snack? Have I made it in the eyes have of the I world? Have I made it? Like, what, is, what would be more mortifying than someone mm. coming to my house and realising that they bought cream and I don't have a hand blender? Like what could be more mortifying than that? Like, it, you know, like it's there's this sense of like, but but of course, like we don't question it. Yeah. And obviously as professional organisers and declutterers, we're not saying keep everything just in case you could repurpose it in the same way that we're not saying go mm. and buy everything because you could make do, but it's about being intentional. Mm. Like, okay, why do I have this? Do I need this thing? There's, you know, on wrapping paper, how you can now buy a circular thing that you slide onto it and it cuts the paper for you, right? So go for your life if that's the thing you need, but also scissors. Yeah, I had one. I tried it. I hated it. So I've never tried it because there's just like gimmicky things, you know, (laughs) every professional organiser, in fact, everybody that's listening has seen this in someone's house. You know that keep um, the banana-shaped keep container for your mm. half-eaten banana that you're meant to yep. put in that. Like, oh, my goodness, what the heck? <laughs> I know. Like, bananas come in a skin. You don't yeah. need a container. And they come in different shapes. Like, how am I going to? Mm. And if someone, like, my husband is notorious for having half a banana on his breakfast. The other half just sits in the fruit bowl and he slices maybe a millimetre off in the morning that's gone brown. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's so many things that you're like, are you actually going to use this? Yeah. I think when um, when we buy an appliance, it often comes with a bajillion little add-ons and oh. tools and, like, I'm forever saying to people, you don't need to keep the dough hooks for your, <laughs> like, your whatever kitchen those, master your kitchen or whatever. Master if you're never going to make dough. Yeah. And like, but it came with it. Yeah. And? It's a set. It's a set. I can't split up the yeah. set. Yeah, because you can like, make do without that. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. Otherwise, it's just sitting in your cupboard for 10, 20, 40 years, yep. never being used. Like, there's the just point? no point. Mm-mm. You know, if if there's no, there's no shame in breaking up a set. There's no shame in going, I bought a jacket and pantsuit and I really only like the jacket now. Get rid of the pants. Like make do with what you've got. Think creatively. And sometimes making do means you don't do the thing. So there was a period that we didn't have an iron. And making do, we did not like, you know how you see people like heating up a pot on the stove and then they'll use a pot to iron. (laughs) Sometimes making do is you're like, this is just how my shirt is. And yes, I'll hang it up in the bathroom while I shower for a little bit of steam, bit of steam therapy. But I'm actually just not going to iron. (laughs) making do can be just don't do oh I love it it's like with kids cars my kids are still young and 
I went through a phase of buying, you know, the blank packs of cards from the craft shop so that they could make birthday cards. And honestly, the amount of times those kids just like, oh, I've got to make a card for the neighbor and I've got to like just for no reason at all. Um, And so they got used up pretty quickly. So now when it comes time for some kid's birthday, I'm like, go and make a card. And they're just ripping pages out of scrapbooks or like whatever random bits of paper they can find. Because, I mean, who's expecting them to keep that card for the rest of their life? Like the... The gift is in the the effort and the thought and the you know really cool drawings that goes on the card. Like we're making it easy for people to declutter when we give them crap cards. Like I think it's a yes. gift. Yes, <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. I have I'm, been I'm, known to write on the back of a card. This must be decluttered within three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I love it because <laughs> oh. we're going to help people to get there. Yeah, well, I think sometimes you need to give people permission as well. Like, it's okay. I don't expect you to keep this forever. Yeah, exactly. I I would love people to come into our Facebook community and tell me what it is that you've been making do. Like, what is it an area that you're like, yeah, I make do in that area. I don't have a rice cooker because I can make do with a saucepan. A lot of mm. the make do products said, you know, it will save you time. Well, Maybe it's not saving your time if you can't find it and your kitchen's full and it takes forever to unstack the dishwasher. Maybe making do would actually give you more time, make you more present, make better choices, give you extra money and room. So I want you to come over, tell me what's the making do in your world. Um, Any other thoughts on making do, Vaughn? Well, one that springs to mind is I have this, you know, two and a quarter year old and Usually there's, you know, a bit of mess that comes about with that. And about, I don't know, six months ago, I decided to stop doing face washes because I was just sick and tired of washing them all the time. And so now I pick him up from his high chair and I carry him to the sink and I wash his hands and face in the sink straight away. And it's like, brilliant. why did, why do I waste all this time on a face washer when it doesn't get into between their tiny little fingers anyway? Yeah. And it's just like there's there's just sometimes you just have to take a step back and think is this really the best way or the only way that I could do this is there another way is there an easier way Mm. I love it Mm. it's so good it's efficient but it's also really conscious when you're making do yeah and it's helping reduce the clutter in your house helping reduce the mental load it's just helping you live a more intentional freer life who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want that? I do. Mm, me too. <laughs> Thank you for joining me, Bonnie. It's always fun me. when we get to chat and catch up and share decluttering goodness. Um, if you're in Queensland and you want a professional organiser, what is your web address for them to find you, Bon? I just head to littlemissorganised.com.au. Yeah, excellent. Um, until next week, uh, be having a think about how you can make do declutter things as you go and enjoy the freedom. Bye. I would like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people who are the traditional custodians of the land this podcast is recorded on. I would also like to pay respects to their elders, both past and present of the Kulin Nation, and extend that respect to other Indigenous Australians. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love you to rate and review the show on your podcast app. That will help others to find the Art of Decluttering podcast as well. If you'd like any more information, you can visit theartofdecluttering.com.au. 
And I would love to see you in my Facebook group. Just search the Art of Decluttering community on Facebook and join today. I hope that you have an incredible rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. 